Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new show on the Ill-Advised Network that I am calling Sucks to Talk About. The idea behind this show is uh, myself and uh, former guest of the show, Tyrell, or Ty is what we call him, uh, moving forward, is uh, there are a lot of topics out there that are uncomfortable to speak about and they're important nonetheless, but a lot of people just want to shy away from them. They don't want to ask questions. They're embarrassed to ask questions. Sometimes they feel like if they ask questions about topics that they're going to be seen as, you know, dumb or get made fun of or, or and, and so they just don't even bring it up at all. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ty and I, uh, before this whole coronavirus thing started, had a fun drunken night where we <laughs> talked about the drawbacks and benefits of censorship and things like that. And it, and it was a, it's a good conversation. We've known each other for what? Oof, I would say ten years, nine years, like sophomore year, probably high school. Essentially a decade. About a decade, and we've always had uh, great conversations. Try to not put limits on things, and just and and if somebody doesn't know about something, like you can sit there and, and talk to each other. Yeah, and it's not a yes. bad thing. Yes, to do that Correct. to learn from one another. We have different. Correct. We have yes. different experiences in life, and yes. So we were talking about creating a show that focuses on hot topics going on that people don't really want to bring up. Mm-hmm. And so I've been calling it sucks to talk about until Ty makes a better name for it, but I'm <laughs> calling it sucks to talk about. And yeah. the idea behind this is if you listen to uh, the normal podcast I do with Matt and Cole, it's going to be a little different. It's going to be a little more serious, a little more, a uh, little more structured, but um, we're going to kind of dive into uncomfortable topics and sort of get into the nitty gritty there. So if you like, you know, more of the comedy aspect of it, this really isn't going to be it. This is going to be more of a, a serious conversation. I'm sure at some point in time, we'll bring in some guests mm-hmm. and things like yes. that. There'll probably be a dick joke from me right. or two, but <laughs> the, the point is really to have, to have real conversations about real things going on. Um, obviously the topic that we're going to be doing first is what's been going on around the country as far as uh the uh george floyd protest black lives matters uh things like that so Mm -hmm. i think you know one of the things that would maybe really start off this is there's a lot of talk about the black lives matter movement as a whole and then people bringing up well all lives matter right? right and and i think that there's two things going on so i think any reasonable person who's paying attention could understand that by saying black lives matter you're not devaluing other life you're saying hey i fucking matter Correct. and it's and it, people <clears throat> and there are people who don't think that way and there's just killings of black people at the hands of police and also not the police as we saw with um in Georgia. Um, yes, just civilian policing or uh, what is it? A citizen's arrest is what they call it. But, but, but so I, so I think that 
some people aren't understanding that, but what I was going to bring up is I think there is potentially two things going on. So when somebody says all lives matter, there's two things that could be happening. A, they're racist and they're using it as a, this is the counter to it. Correct. I believe that there's also a group of people that are just fucking ignorant and saying, ignorant. well, of course, black lives matter. All lives matter. And mm-hmm. and where do you draw the line between the two where one is basically you can't really teach, you, you know, if you're just being racist and just doing that, yeah. then that's like one thing. If you're just ignorant to the idea of it, you know, how do you kind of draw the line and figure out, you know, this person can be taught. The racist person is kind of a lost call. You know, if you're 60 and you're saying that kind of stuff, it's basically over at this point. You don't yeah. really. I mean, when, when, when people respond that way and, and mind you, like I, I am not a professional. I just speak my mind and I like to draw conclusions based on, uh, like anecdotal experience, which is personal, um, that's based in reality, which isn't a false thing because I'm not a liar. And I tie that on to stats and data and sources. So I'm bullshitting half the time and I'm speaking shit, but you know, just take it for a grain of salt. So when, when, when I hear the all lives matter as a response to black lives matter, you know, I think black lives matter started in 2016 or 2015 with uh, Freddie Gray and Ferguson. Um, it's like, this has been around. This isn't a new movement. This isn't a new hashtag. This isn't a new phrase. And for people to today to still say, all lives matter as a response, to me says that they are blatantly against the idea of an uprising of black people. They are so anti it being an equal playing field that they will, they would denounce facts of the matter. You you can present stats in front of their fucking face and they'd be like, well, all lives matter. Like what about cancer? What about this? What about that? It's not about anything else. It's about this. Okay. Yeah. Let's focus on the fucking topic. I think that's that's a great point. Um, one of the things that I also kind of wanted to to bring up was there there is, and I not a, not an idea, but just a reality that at the moment so much is focused on race, and when you see some of these videos that are non-police related, we'll get to that, but you see on Barstool, you see on YouTube, you see on Twitter all the time, you know, racist, you know, white lady just, you know, Mm -hmm. yelling at some guy in the park, things (laughs) like that. Or the guy that, um, the guy that was questioning why the black guys were in his gym. I don't know if you saw that. Oh yeah. It's the WeWork guy. So, so my, so my question is, you know, sometimes, we're trying to figure out and we can bring that to the cop though is so much is put on race but is everything about race so if somebody if if you and I got into a fight over you know something random at a bar that had nothing to do with race but then it gets construed into something else you know where do you draw that line between okay this is racism and this is not because at this point it, it seemed like almost everything is being brought that's racist that's right like the we were sure. guy 
The Weaver guy, we never heard him really bring up. He didn't call, at least in the video I saw. And again, I haven't done any research past it, but in the video I saw, would he have done that to a group of white girls? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question because we can't see what he had just, what he would have done because we only know that it was a group of black guys. With certain ones, like that lady who's like, I'm going to call the police and say that a black guy's in the park. Okay. Pretty clear what's going on. But certain things I think could be construed as racist. That's really just human interaction in a, you know, negative human interaction 1v1 and just happens to be a white person and a black person having an argument, which is, I mean, that's just normal humans having an argument. So, yes. And, 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 and I think, well, what, what, what I would say to that, Ruben, is not everything is about race. Okay. I agree. Everything isn't about race. There is, you know, clearly stupid people. There's people who know some things. There's people that know a lot. Then there's fucking scholars, etc. When you're interacting, let's say white and black, and then there is a, 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 a debate on what's better. Okay. Yeah. Our realities are a factor of our environment. Okay. So if you're saying that uh, Elvis Presley is the king of rock and roll, and I go, well, no, because Chuck Berry actually created rock and roll. And you say, no, that's ridiculous. Are you kidding me? Like, Elvis Presley is the man, and you provide all this data and these stats. And I'm like, okay, but you clearly don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Because if you research, it was a black man. Yeah. So can you admit that, for one, that, no, it wasn't some white man uh, uh, created and is the king of a music genre. Or, or you are, I don't know, just not interested in learning more about the facts of the matter. So, so it's sort of like a willing ignorance. It's a willing ignorance that, that can be misconstrued as he's racist because it, it racism is a prejudice and it is based in like what, you know, which is a stereotype or education or how do you know one another? And if you don't know, and if you're not willing to educate yourself, you're blindly accepting the fact that you think and know that Elvis Presley is the king of rock and roll and, you know, he is rock and roll. Yeah. If you don't give it the time of day to learn about things and realize that it's actually not true, that is the first step in not refuting racism internally. So you can talk about, oh, white people did this, white people did that. Like, no, actually this came from a black man. Not that it's about race, but this guy is not Elvis Presley. Sure. But are there, are there certain things like who is the greatest baseball player of all time? Right. People will say Babe Ruth, but then there were, there were very subjective. Exactly. So there are certain things that are subjective and that's, that's the difference between not knowing about Chuck Berry is is different than having an argument over is a white guy or a black guy, the best of all time at something. Mm -hmm. If, if there could be an argument to be made about Mm -hmm. that. So mm-hmm. refusal to, if somebody learns about Chuck Berry and still says, this is my opinion, I think that Elvis is better, I would say that they're wrong too. But I'm just saying, like, Correct. would you would you accept that as, okay, I know that you're actually 
Like yeah, it, you've it, you've yes. you know Chuck Berry. You can name exactly. songs. You've done your research. You know what you're doing, and you're still making this claim. I disagree Ma- with this claim. Yes, but you're not just actively being like, well, I, I don't know who that Chuck Berry guy. Is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. If you don't know your shit and you're making an argument, yeah, you're you're vulnerable. Now you're not a, a, a credible person. You're talking out of your ass because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, and that is a form of ignorance, which is racism. Yeah. If you don't know, you it, it's racism is 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 based in ignorance in so, its entirety. So kind of staying on the the same gears then there is talk about police um you know police uh abuse of of their powers and things like that and then mixing that with racism. Mm-hmm. So when a cop uses force against a black man, if they, how do we decipher? Okay, this is a cop. Does even the question also is, does it matter? But it's saying this is a cop is racist, and he did this because this person was black, or this cop is just a shit cop who abuses his power and has gotten in trouble before. Because mm-hmm. people have been asking that question, and it's saying. Uh, personally, I don't think it fucking matters because the idea behind this is we need to curb the police system as an as a whole. But there is a question of you know is this person racist? In this case, it was this racism. Was this racism? Does that even it, it matters? Obviously, but how do you decipher this was a racist act for this? This was a this cop would have done this to anybody because I mm-hmm. mean cops are abusing their power all over the place. You see these riot videos; it's crazy. They're just pepper spraying randomly, Correct. kicking people's asses with their batons once they're already. <laughs> I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's totally insane. But mm-hmm. obviously, race plays an, an important part in this, and I, I'm just trying to sort of figure out here, yeah, what the perspective is. Um. So it's it's hard to tell, you know spur the moment interaction with someone that you don't know first off so you you're telling someone else to 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 listen to your command yeah you're using a power and that person needs to respond adequately and we're not even layering in race here yeah so you layer in race and most people who commit crimes according to stats seem to be african american and most police force is based on the majority population of the country, which is white. So most cops are white. Yeah. So the interaction between those two already have a shitty story and, and shitty history. Sure. So it's, it's hard to, 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 to prove that there is an implicit bias on a cop's part and on the, on the, the I guess, person that they're apprehending. Yeah. Um, exercising your power at will against someone who is notoriously, notoriously known as being violent, needing to be put in place, who has lineage to this country that comes from slavery, which that's where policing came from. Sure. You can't ignore those factors in the origination or the root, if you will. So is it an abuse of power if... I fucking run up to this black guy. Let's say this is the scene. My hands are up. 
and a cop comes and, 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 and says, be still, put your hands up, and he still fucking kicks me, I'm confused. Because, yes, he has power. Clearly, he told me to do something. He has power. But then he kicks me. Why? Is it abuse? Or is it because he knows he can get away with it because I'm a black man? I don't ever see cops kicking white women. If anyone can find a video of that, please let me know. You never see cops punching white kids. That's abusive power, but that's also something fucking else that we can't fucking seem to point to. The, yeah, I mean, I, I would say, I mean, when you're looking at some of these riot videos, they, it, it's the extra shots and it's the extra, you know, you've already got this person in, yes. in handcuffs. You Correct. won. Your job as a police officer is apprehend apprehend right de-escalate apprehend there is somebody that is committing a crime sometimes you need to meet violence with violence if somebody is is holding hostages in a bank it's a fucking shootout and it's a shootout okay well they're shooting you have someone's gonna die someone is going to die and we're trying to (laughs) minimize the amount of casualties that makes sense you're (laughs) shooting at the person who is threatening to kill a bunch of innocent people Mm -hmm. But when you are at a protest and when you're at a protest and you and somebody, you know, tries to, you know, pushes you as a cop or something like that and you arrest them. Okay, you can make the argument. You're making the protest unruly, whatever. Okay. But then you see these videos of guys on the ground in handcuffs. And now that the guy's in handcuffs, this cop wants to get one extra on him. So he starts throwing six haymakers and then his buddy comes in with a baton and hits him six times. And then they bring him into the car. That's not your fucking job. That is not a part of the your job. Your job was done when he got He in was cuffs. arrested. When, when, when he or she, unlikely she, gets apprehended and put in cuffs, you're done. I'm not a fucking cop. My aunt is a sheriff. My uncle was a sheriff, uh, state police. When you apprehend people, that's what you do. You're not out to kill. You're not out to beat. It, it, it's so disturbing to see those videos of how they're treating protesters during a protest About, that is centered around police brutality and violence. And you are meeting protesters with brutality and violence. Also setting up with, I mean, I'm, you, know, I, you know I'm a conspiracy guy, but these videos <laughs> that people are finding bricks and, and things like that are, um, mm-hmm. are, uh, are just totally crazy. Hold on one, one second. No, we're good. One second. All right. Sorry about that, folks. A little, uh, little delay, uh, this is actually a good point to explain. This is our first episode, so probably <laughs> going to be a bunch of audio errors because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Me losing uh, my fucking train of thought. Uh, yeah, we're we're working on it. It's a work in progress. Matt, if you listen to the other show, Matt does all of our editing on an actual studio, <laughs> and Matt is extremely talented at it. Good I job, am doing it on GarageBand and have zero talent at it. I 
just learned how to set up two microphones to record. So this is all temporary. Yeah, this we're is, we're going is... to learn, but bear with us. Yes. There's gonna be some audio spikes, some messed up stuff, pauses, weird things going on. But uh, we're we're in the right place. What we were talking about before we left was these bricks, these pallets of bricks that have been left around. And I, I don't know if you saw the the video in Dallas of that guy. He said the, the cops moved the protest to a certain area. And when they show up, there is a perfectly neatly stacked pallet of bricks ready for use. For launch. There are videos <laughs> of cops or people that are perceived to be cops People on Twitter are claiming that, oh, I know mm-hmm. this guy. He's a cop. I can see through his... Okay, that's fine. But nonetheless. But nonetheless, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I don't know. I don't know this person. Twitter is not exactly the beacon of truth always. Correct. But clearly something's going on. Stacked, neat pallets of bricks sitting there. The police or somebody, be it the white supremacy groups that people are talking about Antifa. If you're on the other side, Mm -hmm. somebody is leaving these bricks as bait for these protesters to use them. So a topic that's been talked about a ton and, but, uh, but I I do want to get into for, for a little bit here is as far as protesting versus riots and looting and the difference between the two, there is a level of, support at the moment for looting and rioting in the sense that it it brings attention. There's shock and awe saying, Hey, this is happening on the other side. There's an obvious level of, look, we don't want you fucking up. Target will be fine. Gucci will be okay. It's Mm -hmm. not a, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. but we don't want the actual idea of the movement, which is there needs to be police reforms and changes to the entire government system as a whole. Systemic. Remember that word. (laughs) Systemic. Systemic racism into, hey, I mean, there, you know, there's looting and stuff like that. And well, you know, I, you're equating the two and it completely ruins and devalues the actual idea behind it. And they all just get lumped in together. So as far as, taking the bait and using those bricks like whoever wants you to Mm -hmm. wants it. Where do you lie on the idea of burning and looting versus peaceful protest? Cause there is that dichotomy and they both worked in history in a sense in, you know, in conjunction with one another. Correct. Correct. And you hit there on air Ruben, like they work together in conjunction because it was a necessary step. It was a necessary partnership to have peaceful and forms of non-peaceful. So um, when I when 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 people talk about this 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 flow from protesting to looting, rioting being in the middle, those things are separate. Okay. There are protesters, there are rioters, and then there are looters. Okay? Everyone is feeding off of each other, but we know what the purpose is. We all know what the fuck's going on and why this has started. 
Don't get don't get fucking confused now that oh there's protesters there there's rioters and there's looters. This is a part of what happens when you protest. Not everyone's the fucking same. We know this. Okay? So again, why like this shouldn't even be a discussion. This is what happens. So so I guess my thought process is while I agree what I don't want to see is and there have been protests like this you you know Ferguson things like that where they got violent mm-hmm. and there was burning and there was looting and there was things like that and what ended up happening was people at first went yeah fuck yeah like we need to protest these issues then they got conflated together and then what happened was the, you know, the people, the lines got blurred and then the needle didn't even really move. I mean, like they added body cams and then they just kept on doing what they're doing yes. with the body cams on because it's <laughs> like, like nothing changed. So if there is going to be change from this, it can't just be. Well, we're gonna you're gonna we're gonna loot and burn for four days, and then, well, you know, we'll forget. You know, the the officers right. will get arrested. Right. They'll get charged. They'll get their eight years for manslaughter or whatever, and then we'll all go back. We'll all go back home, and then, you know, in another four years or so, we'll uh we'll show back up when the same shit happens because mm-hmm. we didn't actually change anything. We right. Just, you know, this time they're going to add. Uh, accountability boards, but they're all going to be staffed by former police officers. It's going to be by the federal or the state Bureau of investigation. State Bureau of investigation happens to be staffed by former local police officers that moved up the ladder. And now they're at the state level that doesn't fix things. And what I don't want to see is that at the same time, I can understand how looting works. So like, where do you draw the line between what needs to be done and what's sustainable because looting for right now, there is a level of, I understand this by the media, by, by celebrities, things like that, but that will go away. That will, the, 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 I understand this for looting will go away in, in a week if it keeps happening and it's starting to slow down here for sure. It stopped. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it, it stopped. I, I, I was in the heart of it. It was last Saturday. Um, I never seen anything like it, but it was done after that day because the next day they have moved on to a different neighborhood. Yeah. Well, on uh, so it's on the north side where we are there. It's it's basically stopped. We were at a protest, Lincoln Park, totally peaceful. Mm-hmm. Went, went down through Old Town, totally chill. And but on other sides of the city, south and west side, I mean, things were getting crazy still. Yeah, I mean, there, there, protests started in all areas of the city. Yeah, every which is good, right? It started as a protest. Yeah. So, you know, the rioters came after the protesters, then the the rioters turned into looters, or looters came after the rioters. Um, you know, I think the line is drawn as it pertains to when you know, there's a general consensus on looting is bad right now after like two days of it or even one day. And I think when we see looting being done in areas that are already hanging on by a thread, that is 
that hits harder. Yeah. From a, how are we going to fix this? How do we, how do we grow from this? Cause it's typically minority neighborhoods that get hit the hardest. Yeah. It has a harder impact, but to get the attention of the people that can make change, which is the majority, which is white people. Yeah. You have to fuck their shit up. And that's necessary in getting the fucking message across that again is being brought up. People have been rioting since the sixties before that and before that. But when it comes to black protesting, like Ruben said with Ferguson is a small needle move. Oh, they added body cams and they're still murdering people because it's on the body cam on the body cam. So yes, there is an incremental value when you riot or loot necessarily based off precedent, but you sure as hell get attention when you fucking fuck up areas like downtown Chicago, River North, Gold Coast, Lincoln Park, because that's white people. And yes, those are people that we're trying to get to fucking pay attention and wake up. Because you are majority. We need you to be our allies here. We're brothers and sisters, right? Okay. I'm going to break this thing. I'm going to throw this brick. I'm sorry, but we can talk about it. Because there's reasons behind... When, 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 when marginalized people come, when there's an uprising, there's a reason. Not because they're fucking animals, not because they, they, they need to be thrown in jail. They need help. They're trying to be heard. You're not listening. I'm going to do more until you fucking listen. Definitely. I think that makes, I think that makes a lot of sense. Just my, my question is, so, so you need white support. Obviously, there's just more white people in this country. Yeah, to get policy passed and change, you voting need, is what matters. Voting is what matters, and you're gonna need support behind legislation and policy placement. And 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 black people aren't a majority in this country. We're not a majority in any major city either. So it takes white allyship to be like, we know one, two, we understand, three, we want to help. Mm-hmm. So once all three of those are checked and we can get more people who seemingly understand but don't want to act, we got to get them to act. So so then at what point in time does it turn from, you know, I'm, I'm waking you up to this. This is what's going on in my life. I'm sorry that you were scared yesterday. I'm <laughs> fucking scared all the, all the time. Every time I get pulled over for rolling a stop sign. Because Whoops. because current police tactics are put the gun out first. Like if you especially if uh, you read yes. the the George Floyd and this is just indicative of of most traffic stops that happen. He passed a counterfeit bill. A fucking he passed a, a, a he tried to use a, a fake twenty. They get to the car and the first thing that they do. Is pull out a gun. He's in his car at this point. They get to the car and they immediately pull out a gun and say, hands on the wheel. Why is that the first move to pull out a gun as your... The gun should be holstered until it is absolutely... There is there is no other way to figure this out. The first move is that. So I, I totally understand that. But the question is, if you need these people as an ally... How much of 
you know, of, of rioting, looting in their neighborhoods, do you think can work until it becomes too much? And then they say, well, I'm not supporting you then. And then it all just goes back down to shit again. Well, if that is the reaction to people when systemic change isn't happening, then they're the problem as well. Mm-hmm. This is fucking property. This is inventory that you spent cents on the fucking dollar to buy and you sell, you know, 2000% above fucking wholesale value. So I don't want to hear anything about you did too fucking much on some shit that you barely spent money on. Mm -hmm. We're talking about people here. We're talking about 40 ish million people in this country, 16% of the population Mm -hmm. on average is fucking fed up and, 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 and annoyed. And you would be lucky if you were white to have a black friend who probably on average, if on an average basis, experienced the oppression that is of this country. So if we're friends, at the very least, we can support your fucking friend, let alone, you know, the masses. But if everyone was lucky enough to have a black friend, which is a value add we'll get to later. If everyone is to be like, yeah, I understand, and I want to support you, Ty. If it's on an individual basis, then we should be fucking fine. Because there's enough fucking black kids at Power 5 schools that is predominantly white, and I guarantee you they have white friends. Makes sense. That's not a problem. It's if you want to do it. And if you fucking don't, then that is a, you're morally corrupt and compromised. Because you know that I'm struggling, and you actively vote in policy or or, or present or legislation that 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 is against my uh, mobility upward. Makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Let's um, let's move a little bit here into sort of the now that we're talking about business and things like that, sort of the corporate side mm-hmm. of things. Right now, there are. Every corporation on the planet is putting out these sort of blanket statements that just say we don't we don't like racism and and we we stand with the protesters and things like that and and, and a lot of celebrities too. There's some there's some stories that are seemingly good, like Seth Rogen just going on uh, Instagram saying "fuck you," you know anybody that says you know, all lives matter or things like that. And he's just saying, fuck you. Don't watch my movies. Mm-hmm. There's other corporations like the NFL that are claiming that they're against racism. Although they clearly have had their issues in the past. You know, as far as this level of corporate pandering, you know, how do you view who to even trust at this point? Like, how do you know, this company is good. This company is bad. Because when I look at Disney, who has actively made mm-hmm. made concessions to certain countries to take out parts of movies that would be deemed offensive. And by offensive, it just means that, like, Freddie Mercury was gay. You know? Like, so that, right. So, that, so Freddie Mercury didn't have a boyfriend in Bohemian Rhapsody, so China could be happy. And then they're going to make statements. Oh, yeah, you know, we're, we're all for diversity and things like that. I mean, fuck you. No, you're not. Apple, again, going back to China, I don't mean to only pick on China, but, you know, like <laughs> Apple is sitting there, yeah, we're, we're with the protesters. You make all this money off of a country that has active concentration camps for their Muslim population. How can we're you... We're kicking s- Africans out. We're kicking Africans during out. During the coronavirus break outbreak. It... For no reason. It... 
so there are blatant examples of, okay, this is clearly corporate pandering. We're not fucking idiots. We know that you're just saying this because you just want to sell some shit and not get, you know, yelled at on Twitter. But there are other corporations that have no track record. How do you kind of figure out who's done what? And, and, and how do you know who's really supportive and who's, who's just really about it? Right. Who's really about it and who's just like, well, we got to say it. Right. You know, because you know, who, no, but no corporation at all will ever say, we stand with the cops. Like, that's never going to happen. That will never happen. Ever. Right. No matter what, that will never, any, no corporate board would be okay with it, even if they all believe it. That will never happen. That will never admit their racism like that because that's suicide. So how do you figure out like who's just bullshitting and who isn't? Yeah, it's I mean, impossible. Yeah, it's it's impossible, Ruben. And you know, I'm not in marketing or PR, um, so I don't. I, I know what drives this country and in corporations, and that's revenue. Yeah, and money, and cash rules everything. So. It has to be about how do we generate revenue? How do we, we put our brand in the best position? How do we make ourselves look good when the world is turned upside down? Who's going to remember the corporation who said something or did something for the, for the cause? Um, as it relates to deci- deciphering between who is really like who really means it and who doesn't, you know, we'll have to see receipts, but we can't relying on corporations as a beacon of hope. You're foolish to, to 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 allocate your emotions and put put them in the hands of a corporation that's governed by a board and if it's public shareholders. Yeah, there's too many minds that are disagreeing. So obviously, everything that they do is for a matter of making a buck. It just it just strikes me that there are just you know everyone's making a statement right now. It's all the same statement. Yes. And and we've seen this, and I was talking about, you know, during... And this happens all the time. And it's just sort of this once-a-year thing. And, and that kind of goes back to voting as well, is you see this all the time, is, you know, once every four years, everyone just comes to the different communities that they don't really give a fuck about and say, <laughs> yep. hey, what's up? Are you going to vote for us again? I'm going to pander to you, you know? And it's 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 so frustrating to watch because it's just no it's so clear that there's no change going to be made just sitting there and saying you know even even seemingly good people like elizabeth warren or something like that going you know like when a little trans girl goes you know what are you gonna do to make me feel safe in school and she goes well, sweetie, I'm going to have you pick the secretary of education. You're like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, what are you talking about? You're not going to have a nine-year-old pick the say You're not going to have a nine-year-old interview the secretary of education before she picks it. Stop pandering. Like, You're better off saying, I don't know, but I will figure it out. That's more fucking reliable and, 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 and trustworthy than you bullshitting off the, off the hook. It's, I mean, it's just absolutely dumbfounding to me to watch it. And I don't know, I'm assuming that most people, look, like I said, I'm not in the black community. I don't know. I'm assuming that the people in the black community are like, fuck you. Like that's, we're not, you know, no, I not, mean, we're not follow. I mean, obviously you, you would appreciate the sentiment, but actions speak louder than words. You know, it's a great that you put some shit on your, 
on your Instagram or you blacked that you did a little black box or whatever, but you haven't done dick. You haven't us. done shit. Yeah. Like, and, and I, I would be remiss to say that black people are political or if I'm sorry, I don't want to just say black people. If I say I would be, I would be remiss to say if African Americans were political as a, as, as a group of people in this country, I would be remiss to say that we operate on a give take basis when it comes to our vote. Because we don't. We give our vote away. We have given our vote away for the sake of not voting Republican. We just give it to the Democrats because we've been told that the Democrats give a fuck about us. They say it. They say it. That's corporate pandering in itself. But unfortunately, um, there needs to be a a uh, come uh, a come to Jesus, if you will, with within my community, with our within our communities on on in, in the areas that are most impoverished. That you know you can demand something for your vote. You know um, you don't have to do something just because. And if 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 you don't know, ask questions. Yeah. You know, weaponize it, uh, leverage that vote to benefit you and your people because. If you're just giving it away, like that's that that that's corporate pandering just won. Cause they they put out a statement which costs fucking nothing and they secured X amount of hundreds of thousands of votes because they just said something. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a huge problem. And it's frustrating to watch. Every and I see it all the you know, every couple of years they show up and it's just well, you don't want to vote for Donald Trump because he's a racist. And yeah, okay. But just because, yes, Trump is more racist than you, but you have not done anything. So in effect, just because you're nicer about what you say during the campaign, nothing's getting done regardless. Correct. So so what is the actual difference? Just like because Trump, because they're slightly nicer to you during the debate speeches? That doesn't do anything. I mean, obviously, you're not going to vote for Trump because he's saying, look, I don't like you. <laughs> like, which, yeah. So you're not voting for Trump, clearly. But do you... So then it comes into a question of, what do you do? If the answer is sort of either way, they're not doing anything, is there a third-party option or does that fuck up everything and give it to Trump, who you know is... I guess worse, or at least he's more overtly racist yeah. against it. So, like, so you're in a horrible position right now because what do you do? Right, and and and, and it, it's it's a it's a triangulation, if you will. Like, like there isn't one uh, factor that gives me this result. There's three variables that you have to leverage and move to get an outcome that you seek. So. If it's not the Democrat, Democratic nominee, if it's not the fucking Republican nominee, if it's not Donald Trump, if it's not Joe Biden, since he's the primary candidate for the Democratic Party, I'm not forced to vote for either one, even if, even if it's a lose-lose situation. You can go down ballot, you can write a fucking name in, you're not responsible, we're not responsible to save the the democracy here we're not here to save white liberals yeah if you want my vote again we're gonna need something 
Well, where where a change can be uh, more affected is in the local elections too. Correct. I, I think that was um, Obama wrote a wrote an article for Medium, and that's what he was talking about. Was we place a lot of value on the presidency, which we should. It's important because that sort of guides the nation. But these local elections, because mm-hmm. that's who's Trump is not electing your police chief. Your your president has no. He's he's putting in judges, which is super important. But at a local level, your police chief is, has nothing to do with who the president is. And people don't vote in local elections. So that is an area where you can... So, so A, we're not... You have to earn our vote. But then B, we're right. going to start fucking things up in the local ballots. Right. And start putting in things that... You know, putting in people that are with our values. And I Correct. think that would be way more uh, beneficial than anything else. Yeah, definitely as an alternative way of getting, you know, a, a, a world and country that you are welcomed in, you can definitely go to your your your, your local elections to um, infiltrate the House of Representatives, the Senate, you know, to speak on your behalf. Those people are typically from a similar neighborhood, similar upbringing, maybe your fucking neighbor. They know what's up, but you can't think that once they say, yeah, I'm going to support you and they get into the political system and they don't become political because politics play a role in everything. Yeah. So once they get a, a seat in the Senate or, or spot in the house, they're going to have to play a game. There's a whole nother set of rules when you get in that fucking place. You just can't come in there like AOC and think that you're going to change shit. They're going to look at you like you dumb because that's not how you play politics. Yeah. No, no shade to AOC, but the, the 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 lifelong politicians looking at AOC. She's a young, you know, woman who's ready to change and make change. She's utilizing her platform as a voice for people who are unheard, quote unquote. But she coming in too hot. Man, this political system has been in place before anything before your parents were born like there's a way to play this game and you're gonna play it if you want a chance so there's layers to you getting your decision and 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 painting the picture that you want you got to go through a lot of shit you got to trust people yeah it's tough man it's it's a wild, it's a wild system, dude. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's a fucked up system and that's what's trying to be changed here. And right. it's, and it, and it won't take just a couple of days of protest. And I hope that it's not just that where it's a couple of days and then it all kind of dies down right. and we wait till the next one. So right. I think the last thing, at least for me, you know, to ask you from your perspective is, what what is the end goal and how how do you how in a perfect world how does this end and how do you actually see it ending versus the perfect world great great uh, good good question and you know i i've been thinking about a reality in which you know i exist and i'm i'm i am living a life that doesn't require me to scratch and claw after. Um, 
I think of a, of, of a life where I don't have to worry about my little female cousins uh, uh, and worry about them and, and, and if they're going to become something more than a service worker. Yeah. You know, th- there's perpetual things. There's there's systemic issues and, 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 and it's like sort of this farming system of, you know, high school to prison is some shit that people have been saying, whatever, like, like, if I was to envision a solution based off this protest, and even though the protest is about black lives matter, um, more than just death, like, yes, stop killing us, but also care about us. Our lives matter. The ability to uh, commute in Chicago from the south side and not have to be like, well, the train doesn't come down to where I am, but I'm in a city. The buses stopped running. I can't get to work. Or the buses are shitty because they don't care about this loot that goes on the south side. You know, why can't I get a loan? Why do I have to take out debt to go to school to get education? Why is it so hard to live in a country that's the, 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 the most powerful in the nation? In the world, sorry. Why, why, is, why, why is my life, why is on average 40 million African Americans have a shitty time making it out the gutter? So if it, when we say black lives, yes, stop killing us, but also fucking care about our lives and our, and our mobility to access this thing that you call American dream. We're not allowed, it, it is so hard to attain that as an African American who has lineage in this country. Americans are slaves, white people who left England, and the Native Americans, if we want to be fair. Actually, Native Americans. How are people who have lineage to the richest country in the world are bottom-casted perpetually on purpose this protest is more than just stop killing us I, I i reiterate that it's more than just stop killing us solution from this protest there's two that i would like to see one is very easy the other could be easy but definitely doable. Both are definitely doable. One, the first one, the easy, low fucking hanging fruit. Admit. Just make make the admission that this country is systematically racist to African Americans. Or black people, if you want to roll it all up, since it's easier for people to fucking understand that not all black people are the same. Black people in America are systematically oppressed. That's facts. There's data around racial inequality, mass incarceration, immortality rates, the chances of getting convicted, the, 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 the discrepancy in, in who gets what types of sentences based on crime, where you live. Admit that that, that is how the country works and that is how and why we're bottom casting. If, 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 if America can make that admission... We're, 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 we're on a path to freedom. We're on a path to equality. We are consciously aware of the fact that we don't provide black people, African Americans in particular, the opportunity to rise up. If, you can do, if, if America could do that, we'll let the consciousness take over 
And if they have morals, if this country has morals, if there's morality here, if the people of America have morals that are based in Christian faith, or if they have morals in general about being a good people, then we will see change as a result. But if we don't, if you admit and then you don't make change, if you admit and it takes you too fucking long to invoke change, then we have to fight. We, 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 we can't, there, there is no way that we can trust you because you're morally bankrupt. If you can't do that, if you can't fucking be vulnerable, if this country can't be vulnerable, if, if, if its people can't be vulnerable and admit, then pay reparations. Forty acres and a mule. I know white people hate hearing that. That was so long ago. Oh my God! I can't believe you're still bringing this up. No, that was a way to get people to get on their feet. Those people are slaves. But no, I think it was Andrew Johnson revoked that shit the minute Lincoln died. Set people free with nothing to start with. Talk about starting from fucking nothing. So come out those fucking pockets and, and fucking future value the value of 40 acres and a mule. Please, private equity people, uh, you know, kids who, who are into finances, what's the future value of 40 acres and a mule in today's dollars? I know, trillions. Pay that shit because that is a debt that is owed. It's not like we're begging for money. That's ours and we never got it. You took it. Okay, but this isn't new. You broke treaties with the Native Americans. You break treaties all the time because you don't fucking care. That speaks to the morality of this country as it is. So we're already fighting an uphill battle on if you consciously give a fuck. Yeah, we can protest. Yeah, we can break shit. Yeah, we can come and lock arms. Yeah, we can have people say, we care. I can have friends text me. Yeah, Ty, we want to see the best. But when it comes fucking down to it, the people who run this country do not care. Reparations will clear this all up. There would be no looting if fucking African-Americans had fucking money, if we had wealth, if we had opportunity, if we weren't fucking discriminated against with the GI Bill, if we weren't discriminated against the Reconstruction Act where they fucking gave zero interest loans and fucking just gave fucking shit away to get people's life started, but exiled black people, African-Americans who built the country. How is that possible? Why is that? Why are we still talking about the racial inequality gap, wealth gap? Why are we still talking about mass incarceration? Martin Luther King protests this peacefully. James Baldwin, a poet, teacher, philosopher, fucking gay black man spoke about this in depth eloquently he actually spoke very well for a black man he wrote in a book and published it everyone in his world has read a novel or essay or poem from james baldwin about being a black in america and there's still no changing he fucking died in the 60s i think we're in 2020 and we're still talking about why the fuck is it so hard 
to live and attain the American dream if you're a black man, specifically African-American. No diss to the, to the Hispanics that live here. No diss to the Asians. No diss to any fucking immigrants who come over here. You come over here because it's the best country in the world. But you also come over here because you're not black. There's not this inherent fucking... Uh, um, uh, fucking... Uh, fear of your success... This country is based off European principles. We all know that. Again, it's not surprising that black people don't fit in if it's based on European standards. So either admit, and if you have a moral conscience, if you're conscious to know what's the difference between right and wrong, if you admit it, everything else will, everything else will come uh uh, after that, it'll be a snowball effect. Or you can you can come out those pockets, those trillions of dollars that you forked up recently for everyone else. Remember two trillion that was just printed out of nowhere. Come out those pockets and pay us and do some 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 restructuring of the system. Those are the two things that should come out of this protest. And if they don't. Keep looting, keep rioting, keep protesting. That was awesome. <laughs> well, I think that that is the first episode of Sucks to Talk About. I That was amazing. I don't think anything more true has been said and could be said on this episode. Uh, we're going to do more of these. Let us know other things that you want to talk about. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot going on. And, you know, we're going to keep the conversation going. But uh, I want to add one more thing. Um, You know, since we're on the theme of Black Lives Matter, I just want to, you know, speak to that phrase in, in essence and why black lives should matter to you. If you're an all lives matter person, um, the NFL and NBA are the top. The NFL is the number one uh, sport in in this country. The NBA is the the the, the number three most watched, viewed, revenue grossing uh, sport in this country. You know why? Because they have good athletes, and those athletes are fucking black. of the athletes on both of those in those organizations who enter fucking tain you are black. So when we say black lives matter, recite that. And then think about when you go tailgating and you fucking hooting and hollering for the bears and the Redskins and the fucking saints and the, well, not the Patriots. They're pretty white. But the point is, (laughs) the point is, Entertainment is filled with black lives. They matter. Okay. NCAA, football and basketball are the leading revenue generating sports or or subsidiaries, if you will, of, 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 of the power five schools. 
when those white coaches come and recruit black kids, they lives matter then. And they lives will matter all through their school when they're have when they're selling out games. You come when when kids are coming to Alabama solely to watch awesome football. Black lives matter. Black lives definitely matter. Rock and roll. We talked about this already. Chuck Berry. I don't want to hear anything about no goddamn Elvis Presley. Know your shit. Electronic music, a version of house music, originated in Chicago in Detroit by who? Black people, Latinos, and both those races were influenced by gay men or gay people. Sorry. Black Lives Matter. Martin Luther King, you white people love quoting him. He was black. His life apparently mattered up until a point when you assassinated him. Beyonce. Obviously, she matters. Tupac Biggie. The pioneers of, of, of hip-hop. And lastly, Candace Owens. Y'all love her. She's black. Her life matters for the sanity of yours. Because if it wasn't for her black ass talking to, talking to you guys about conservative views, you would hate everybody. You would hate every black person if it wasn't for Candace. Thank God she exists low-key. I hate her. 98% of shit that she say is, is, is pandering to white conservatives who are ignorant. So her life matters because when she applies for jobs, she ain't checking no fucking other box. She's checking black when she looks at her ethnicity and her race. So black lives matter. And I'm done. I'm done. It's going to be the episode here. Was, uh, it was a hell of a first episode, Ty. <laughs> I'm, and, uh, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. That's great. And that's it. we're going to get more of that. Let us know uh, other topics that you want us to discuss. We appreciate everybody listening. It's the first one, like I said. You know, it's this it isn't going to be fun. This isn't going to be what we normally do. It's going to be intense. It's going to be stuff that sucks to talk about. That's the point. That's and the point. That's the point. It sucks to talk about these things. It's it sucks to to have these kinds of conversations, but they're really fucking important. Yeah, and and, and, and at a high level, not in your right. little CNN three minute box where you just sort of say your your piece while eight other people talk over you, but for an hour, two people different different perspectives, asking questions, learning things, yes. figuring stuff out. You know, getting to the root of it. Have a dialogue. Like speak that, that, that's, that's and the point. learn. Yes, speak and learn. I'm not asking you to 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 uh, you know believe what I say or uh, be like Tyrell's right. I can't believe everything that he's saying. Like I just want you to be inspired enough to have conversations with people because exactly. that'll help move the needle forward at a more exponential rate than it has been ever because we allow ignorance to drive us. And that's all I, I don't even want to get into that, but yes, let's talk people. Let's talk. We're going to be talking more. Like I said, let us know other topics. We're obviously going to come up with our own topics. There's, there's no, uh, <laughs> there's no shortage at this exact moment. So I appreciate everybody listening and uh, we'll see you next time. Not everybody.